This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. It's the last minute. It's like, <laughs> wait, we're going on the air. Place. Hilariously, we don't even have, it's not like we're live. I don't know why we're scrambling. Yeah. It's, to, it's to match this arbitrary time code. We can stop everything. Arbitrary time again. code on the camera. But uh, my name's Ryan McCaffrey. It's Podcast Unlocked, episode 207. Welcome to the world's number one Xbox podcast for August 12th, 2015. Joining me. Back my returning champions, as well as a uh, face we haven't had on the show before, I don't think. A new contender. Right, yeah. The great Mitch Dyer. What's up, everybody? How are you? How was Seattle and was all that? You, you, did you get enough Dota last week? I was so steeped in Dota. From, <laughs> like The event started Monday and ended Saturday, and the days were literally 12 to 14 hours long of sitting inside Key Arena watching Dota 2. <laughs> It was so good. It was <laughs> so good. Loved it. The International I'm, 5 was awesome. I'm glad to hear you had a good time. Uh, so, so, and so much money, so much yeah, money handed Team out. USA won too. USA. <laughs> there were some fierce USA chants in that arena. Nice. It was. It was good. Nice video. That's. But think about that. You, they filled the key arena in Seattle with thousands of fans, and then millions more st- were watching on stream, and and then they gave away millions of dollars. I think so, it's six yep. million dollars. I think that event's catching on. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Dota might be a Dota, thing. Dota's yeah. here. Over on the uh, the. Kid's microphone there. Yeah. Dustin Like, what, like, what happened with that microphone? What is I don't know. that thing? Somebody put the little mic on oh, the table. Oh, man. Put it on top of some phone books. <laughs> yeah. Got anything over You're there? You're back from Gamescom. We'll talk about that yes, in a sir. second. And uh, making his podcast unlock debut, Lord Tyrell Hello. of House Tyrell. Oh, man. Hi. Brandon How Tyrell. Good to see you. Thanks. It's good to be here. You've got a long history with Xbox. You uh, you ran a you, you were a part of a uh, live arcade yeah fan yeah. site sort of covering all things live arcade for a long time uh, before right. you came to IGN. That's right. Yeah, before I came to IGN, it was a lot of XBLA, a lot of summer arcade. So uh, ah, the golden days. Sort of how I cut my teeth in the industry. <laughs> well, so. you should do well in the trivia segment this week because oh it's a it's a live arcade centric oh. trivia. Look at Death. Oh, look like at these head. Like, look at these chumps <laughs> only getting to looking now. Oh, some of us were on top of our trivia game today. Some of us got points coming. So uh, before we get rolling, I talked to actually. I ended up going on our overclocked PC podcast while you yeah, were you, out. You drove it while I, I was away. No, Dan drove. Oh, I okay. just I sat there in the passenger seat trying just trying to be backseat drove. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Tried not to. Let's talk about Windows Ten. <laughs> we talked a little bit about Windows Ten because like you, you know you've been away. You haven't because yeah, it just, it just came out. To. You haven't had time to. I tried to, to update my Surface while I was away yeah. and it like doesn't qualify for some reason mm. even though it's got all the I don't know whatever. And you guys were in Gamescom, so you haven't had mm-hmm. really had a chance to play. I literally haven't touched anything I own in like fourteen days. So. All I'll say for this show, I mean, I, Dan and I kind of covered it on our Overclocked uh, show, which you should check out if you haven't had the chance. I'll just say that I, uh, Windows 10 is quick. It's minimalist. It hasn't crashed on me once. Wow. wow. It, All this is good. Uh, yeah. And then as far as the – I tried out the streaming finally when oh, I yeah. reviewed Beyond Eyes, which I'll get to in a second. But the streaming, the the Xbox to PC streaming could not have been easier. No you, latency issues? It's, nope. Awesome. You click two buttons – you click connect to Xbox, and because the Xbox was right on the network, it found it. Wow. And then you click stream game, and it's it just works, and it's uh, it'll run a test to see if 
if you know, depending on the quality of your connection, if it's going to be a low, medium, or high quality yeah. stream, I mine met all three because it was all in the same room, just yeah. wired up. And then yeah, I had uh, not the not the most stressful of tests because it was it was all in my same little tiny yeah. gaming room slash office. So the PC was on right here, and then I just swiveled my chair, and the TV is on the wall, so I could at least see just yeah, no latency whatsoever. It That's was great. it was a perfectly playable experience. The sound was coming through on my and my PC speakers just fine. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think the real fun with that would be, you know, if someone if someone else in your house is using the TV, really I would love to if I had a if I had a Windows 10 tablet yeah. to be like up before bed, like I'm going to get one more round of yep. game X in before <laughs> bed. Sit in bed with Halo? Yeah. yeah. That would be Put a surface on your knees, you're good to go. That would be nice, but uh, yeah, so just super positive experience out of the gate with uh, with the Windows streaming on from Xbox. Uh, now, Gamescom Yes. You guys were there in the Deutschlands for over a week. With the German people, with Enza Games. And you know, we lots covered... Of pork. Lots yeah. of pork. <laughs> lots yeah, of pork. Lots the, of beer. Yeah. Lots of yeah. yeah. Elena and I went through the whole recap from sort of the, you know, the the fan level takeaway on all the news last week. Mm-hmm. And really, but you guys were, were on the ground. You were there. It, it was... Xbox owned it last week. And oh, not, yeah. and not only, and not, I'm not saying that by default sure. because Sony and Microsoft, excuse me, Sony and Nintendo didn't really show up. But I thought they, I thought they killed it. I thought they had a fantastic showing, and you guys got to see everything up close. So, uh, what, guys, what was your favorite uh, of the of these big new first party Xbox games that you got to see and play? Hmm. You want to take it or should I? Well, I mean, for me, it's Crackdown because yeah. like super early, they they actually let me play it, and that was. Um, it was I, just nuts, uh, just being yeah. able to blow up anything in the whole city, and that's just a multiplayer component. So my, yeah. so my big question with the destruction, and yeah. maybe this was covered, and maybe you guys talked about it last week. When you destroy something, is it permanent? Like, does yes. the same? Yeah, they have re-emphasized that. I mean, until the until the game session is over, like until because okay. it, it yeah. is for multiplayer. Right? So this so was a tech that demo, right? Like a nightmare to design around. <laughs> well, like, so this is a tech demo. So they're leaving all the debris and everything right now, but sure. they're like obviously like we're doing this for a tech demo purpose, but like. For gameplay reasons, we're probably going to have it disappear. Some. Yeah, but like right then, they're just like, "Look, yeah. they can process of all this." So that yeah. was stunning. Yeah, yeah so I good. was I I did not believe it when I saw it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I saw it like actually happen. I, I watched your video of mm-hmm. you you uh, had David Jones, the creative director and creator yeah. of Crackdown, and by the way, creator of Grand Theft Auto. Mm. FYI, <laughs> yeah. for fun fact. <laughs> yeah, uh, before he, He's a cool he moved dude. on. Yeah. yeah, I've met him. I met him back in the OG Crackdown days. Nice guy. He has a purple Lamborghini Diablo. Fun fact. That is wow. awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, and it, it's just and like Van Majera. It's probably not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like a car you would expect a purple Diablo. You would expect to see that in Crackdown. Yeah. So it's only yeah. kind of fitting. No, but, that's perfect. Um, yeah, he. I watched your video, and I like how he, when he turned on all the dev stuff. So there yeah. was the I like the color coding where he showed you so that this certain this color is running on this server, and this color mm-hmm. is running on this server, That's and awesome. how all that works together. Yeah. And then I love the thing in the upper corner where it was those meters of how many how many Xboxes worth yeah. of power it was using. I think we got using. to 11. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That goes so to 11. Good. Was that like the skyscraper <laughs> coming down? Uh, it was a skyscraper going down, then he set off all the detonations. <laughs> so Everything yeah. about this reminds me of Red Faction Guerrilla yeah. mm-hmm. on like a way larger, more impressive scale. Yeah. Like the, what... What I loved about that game is coming back to life in Crackdown. Mm-hmm. Well, you could just start at one end of the map and like shoot rockets at a wall. Yeah, and it's like I'm going to put a bunch of, of mines on the bottom of this building, and then now it just doesn't exist. It reminds me of uh, like you know 
PC gamers, like way back in the day, their benchmark for processing power would be Far Cry, the original. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And so they would make a skyscraper of exploding barrels and then set it off and watch your computer just sort of implode Cripple. on itself. Yeah. Yeah. The cool just thing, melt a hole in your floor. A lot of the commenters were just like, uh, Xbox just became the most powerful console. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, which so, is, I mean, it's, it's I an mean, overstatement. It's, it's a hyperbolic asterisk, thing yeah. to say, yeah. but it's a cloud. Running on yes, the cloud. Yes, yes. And the power of the but, cloud is such like a weird thing to say. Well, it's, it's weird. It's a be, cloud, it's intangible. It's weird because it feels yeah. like a marketing point, right? Like yes. I mm-hmm. say, the power of the cloud, I kind of feel like, well, I, a little you know, goofy. That's, yeah, a little mm-hmm. goofy. But I think that promise that they made like two years ago is now, this is the first time I've seen the cloud in action. And I'm like, holy, like, this this is this it's is impressive. it's a real this deal yeah work. yeah it's mm-hmm. awesome and this so and they they have clarified the single player campaign sure. will separate. will is yeah. separate and will have destruction but not on that order of More like super a cloud evolution well because they have to design a narrative and a game right around it. that was my worry is like oh I know because I've played Crackdown before like I know there will be a mission in that building I will preemptively yeah. destroy it and then accept <laughs> the mission yeah. Yeah. and it'll be really easy do you guys remember when we saw the CG trailer. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. E3 last just year, blow up all those buildings and they take dry, them down. Check. Like we guessed, yeah. and then yep, that's what you can do. I just I want to do exactly that. I want to drive an exploding truck into a building yeah. and just see what blow that looks up. like. Yeah, because yeah. right, like the demo was great, but they were just shooting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see how I can make these pieces of the environment well, work together. And then the yeah. other the other sort of concern I saw a lot of online, which I'm sure you guys can speak to, is that people are like, oh man, the world's just made of paper mache. But if you listen to David Jones mm-hmm. in your video, he specifically says, we've dialed up the damage on all yeah. the weapons yeah. and given ourselves infinite. So you won't you won't just be able to run around it's, leveling yeah, no. the it's place. It's not the lobby scene from The Matrix where <laughs> yeah. everything just explodes around uh-huh. everyone. No, no. Yeah, you're going to have to work for it. Yeah. They also had to like learn architecture, like proper architecture because of the physicality of the buildings right. and the way they're going to fall. So he's like, there's a bunch of like architecture for dummies books That's all around so nice. the office. That's so good. Because they had to so build awesome. actual skeletons for the building so that they would fall properly and everything. Man, I, I love when video games pull uh, occupations from other walks of life in. Yeah. Like uh, with Eve, like having to bring on an, uh, like an on-staff uh, econ- economist. economist. Yep. Yeah. And like now for Crackdown, there's just like the architecture bay. It's just like, <laughs> like first-year architect that just graduated are now working on a video game. That's yeah. so amazing to me. Uh, so Crackdown now has vaulted, it sounds like, Destin, to the very, top of your to very list. Very excited about Crackdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll make everyone forget. As We've already forgotten about Crackdown 2, but Please. this will yeah. be the nail oh, in yeah. the coffin. I want to go play Crackdown 1 again. Me too. <laughs> just to remember. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody tweeted, had a great idea. We should 100% just do a, like a, bunch, of a, let's plays. a bunch of Let's Plays for yeah. Crackdown 1. Like, hey, here's what made this series cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be fun. Because yeah, you could you could approach those taking out those those gang leaders, those uh, crime lords, in different ways. Yeah, yeah. You could either you could try to go straight for them, like they'd be guarded by all kinds of heavily armed, heavily armored dudes. Or yeah, you could sort of pick off all the little lieutenants and guys along the way to weaken mm-hmm. to weaken him. So uh, yeah, we'll have to get some some crackdown one. Yeah, that'd be going. Fun. It's good times. What else? Uh, Quantum Break. Either you guys see or play it? Uh, we saw. I saw the demo of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to go hands-on with it, but uh, I know I just said the thing about Crackdown with the cloud. Yeah. 
Uh, Quantum Break for me was the moment where I thought, holy crap, this is what next gen is supposed to look like. You know, this is what next gen is supposed to be. If you guys saw the demo, it's um, sort of the protagonist running around, stopping time, remapping time. And it reminded me a little bit of Infamous in the fact that there are literally just an effect for everything. Like there are (laughs) squiggly lines going everywhere and time distortion bubbles and, and weird sort of like that distortion you see above heat. And it, it, it just all comes together in this really, like, chaotic symphony of color and light. And uh, it, I, I was blown away by it. And I, I can't wait to see if it's represented in the final game. Oh, it better be. That way? <laughs> yeah. Or if it's the hard bait-and-switch sort of alien isolation at, kind of thing. At, there's it's no, a little late point, in the game yeah, to do that. No yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got to interview uh, Sean, Sam, and Julie, the EP on the show. I think it was Julie. Anyway, uh, they were all very, very nice, and they kind of talked about how the game and the television show are going to function together. Right. And it sounds like, yeah, they had to reshoot scenes based on how you play and everything. So and you're based on get the it. fact that they got rid of the original actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the whole cast, basically. Yeah. So it's going to be a unique experience depending on how you decide to go through the narrative yeah. of the game. I'm super excited to see how it works. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I... I said it on the show last week while you guys were out, but to me, like, they showed a, a long gameplay demo at Gamescom last year, a year ago, which mm-hmm. is like, it looked good, and it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, this is Remedy, this is going to be good. But I thought, man, what a difference a year made. Yeah, I, I thought right. now, I, this year's Gamescom presentation between the TV show and the game itself with the new cast, I thought, like, you, I could see the added money from Microsoft mm-hmm. and see the polish mm-hmm. that has gone into it over the last year. And they've still got... They've got eight months to go to polish the hell out of that thing. And, I mean, which is considering it's Remedy, you know, who always just takes takes a long time to make their game. They're great games, but, but they yeah, take forever. Yeah, so I mean, the, 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 they're giving them the time. The quality's in the finished product, right? Yeah. And, and uh, just outside of the quality of it, like that story from what we saw in the demo, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, time traveling stuff can always be a little convoluted. Yep, if of course. If it's not done right. But I'm really curious to see how they tackle sort of the infinite cycles of time travel alongside a TV show and a game at the same and time. It is risky, though, too, because, you know, this is the studio, like, gameplay-wise, these guys did Max Payne yeah. and Alan Wake. Yeah. So the gameplay looks like and is probably going to be pretty awesome. Probably. Mm-hmm. But if the plot sucks, if the TV show sure. ends up terrible, then you it's going to affect yeah. the entire. Then you have a cover based shooter with a lot of cool effects, <laughs> right? And and I'm, a lot of boring. Like if the if the show is bad, you're sitting there for 22 minutes going, "Oh my god, can you oh. imagine unskippable live action?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the TV show is going to be like you know when you beat a game and you get that cool end game cutscene. It's yeah. going to be like a reward for you know. Yeah, I hope that so. Hopefully, I hope I, so, man. I'm excited to see how the actors pull off their roles. Me so. too. Yeah. And then how about Scalebound? We're okay. covering it for IGN first all month I, long. We sent our crew to Japan last month. So, so okay. this is mine. Yeah. This is like yours was Crackdown. <laughs> uh-huh. Scalebound was mine. I sat two feet away from Kamiya and I watched him talk about Scalebound and I like blown away. I mean, it, it totally speaks to the JRPG nerd in me from when I was yeah. a kid. Like mm. I have a dragon to control. I mean, it's a little goofy, uh, the, the premise, but that's totally what I'm into. It's lighthearted. Um, and then... All this stuff about RPG, which just kind of went up on the site today, today right? All these yeah. RPG Big deep dive on the RPG systems. It. Sure, like upgrading your dragon, getting an armor, changing not just the aesthetic, but evolving the dragon, uh, evolving his tail and wings and, and what he breathes and imbuing elements into it alongside, I mean, it's giant monsters fighting. Like, how can you, 
how can you not look at this and just be like the most excited for a, a fantasy sort of action RPG that you've ever been? Their trailer last year did absolutely nothing for me. Me too. Their was... gameplay demo, I'm I'm on board. 100% the other direction. Yeah, right? exactly. I like, saw the CG. This is how they should have launched. Yeah, like, I saw with something like this. I saw the CG and I was like, well, it's sort of Legend of Dragoon for the new yeah. for a new this generation. Very confusing. Uh, but this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And then did it was there anything else that you guys saw during the week that that jumped out at you? You know whether it was you know, mean, first party Microsoft or otherwise Metal Gear, but that's right around the corner. Yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah, looked good. very exciting. The Destiny stuff was what we saw at E3. Yeah, so yeah I'm sure kinda... you'll be covering that on. Well, you, I think you already covered it on Fireteam Chat, right? Yeah, Didn't you guys yeah, record we... one from Germany? Yeah, uh, with a bunch <laughs> yeah. of guys with actually. Uh, you should check that out. It was a yeah. really really good episode. So, Excellent. Yeah. 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 Uh, more Halo Five. It was the same thing we saw at yeah, E3. Same but... as E3. <laughs> Warzone. Dark Souls. Warzone feels so good. Yeah. Did you play Dark Souls? I played Dark Souls before Gamescom, mm-hmm. and so what was at Gamescom was the same thing that I played. I played for about 90 minutes. Um, it's well. Dark Souls, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes right back to the, the original formula. Uh, Dark Souls 3 feels like what Dark Souls 2 should have been, right? Perfect. It, it, it's That'll do. Yep, yeah, I'm sold. It's, it's more like Dark Souls 1, right? Yes, it's more like Dark Souls. Yeah. It's austere, and and the le- even the level design. Dark Souls 2 was very linear, where it had you go on these things, and then you hit your checkpoints, and you mm-hmm. hit your bosses. Uh, if you remember, Dark Souls 1 was sort of like this rat's nest of, like, ledges. And, Figure it and, out. And, yeah. yeah. And that's exactly uh, one of our other editors, Chloe, awesome staff writer. She went and saw it with me. Uh, and by the end of the 90-minute demo, we were comparing notes about, like, shortcuts and elevators oh and stuff that we found. And I yes. found half of them. She found the other half. And we were like, oh, where did you pick up that weapon? So All of it, like, you're describing what made me happy about Bloodborne yeah. where it's like yeah, exactly. this is so much more about Dark Souls or Dark Souls 1 than it was Dark Souls 2 yeah absolutely yes. uh, it's it's 100% what you expect from Dark Souls 1 good stuff guys uh, glad you made it back safe yeah me too it's a long flight glad Germany treated you well <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk about Beyond Eyes real quick yeah which I reviewed we mentioned it on the show last week because they Chris Charla on stage at their briefing said Oh, and, oh one, and Beyond Eyes is out today. <laughs> yeah. So, like, great. I've been interested in that game. I'm going to go ahead and download yeah. it and review it. You can. Sh- I fully encourage you to uh, watch my review commentary or and or read read the review. But the quick bullet points, man, I really wanted to like this game. I, we saw um, it. Yeah, back at back GDC. Back at GDC, and it, the premise was amazing. Yeah, you, know, you play a you play a young blind girl. She was uh, stricken blind uh, as as a child from a from an accident. So she has these memories of what things she knows what things look like but she just can't see anymore. So uh, the story is just about her her cat gets away, and, and her cat's like her companion, her buddy. And so she sort of wanders out her backyard through her garden and out into the sort of village in the world to, to try and find the cat, and she's sort of feeling her way through. And the screen's all white, and it just fills in sort of with her memory as she sort of feels her way through. And, you know, there's no gameplay, right? The ga- story is the gameplay, much like a Telltale game or, for instance, I'm playing Everybody's Gone to the Rapture sure, right yeah. now. Cannot wait. And, you know, but they're just, there is, they're really, there's virtually no story. And that, uh, until... Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it needs to deliver, right? <sighs> well, yeah, and so there's just, there's not much there. Uh, it did fi- It did finally, at the end, the end, like, just punch me in the stomach, Oof. which no, I liked. No, yeah, it, I mean, meaning I'm not, and I'm not even going to say really in a good way or in a bad way, but it, it affected me, you had an and I appreciated reaction. it for that. Sure. Uh, and so, uh, definitely check out the review. But the game, unfortunately, did not turn out. I don't think it fulfilled the the potential that it really had. So, uh, that's the quick overview on Beyond Eyes. It is up, of course, on the Xbox Store now. Check out my review, and we will come right back and do some. News. News. Right after this. 
ESPN's number one Xbox podcast. The podcast unlocked presents the news unlocked. All right, welcome back to Podcast Unlocked. If you're watching on video this week, little video error, missed the beginning of the show. <laughs> Find it on the audio if you yeah. want it. We just yeah. sort of shot the breeze about some Gamescom stuff. But uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That's Mitch Dyer, Lord Tyrell of House Tyrell, Brendan Tyrell, Destin Legary. These two guys fresh back from Gamescom. We'd been talking about Gamescom, your guys' impressions, Crackdown, a huge highlight. Uh, Quantum uh, Break, Scalebound. Quantum Break, I mean, yeah, Microsoft home run, that show. Yeah. So uh, before, I forgot, before we actually get to the news, there were a couple of quick things I wanted to discuss. One was, uh, we, I mentioned this on the show last week because it was one of the Gamescom announcements. We knew that a special edition Halo console bundle was coming to accompany Halo 5, because Josh Holmes <laughs> yeah, yeah. accidentally tweeted it a couple months ago <laughs> and then deleted the tweet. So they announced it at Gamescom and it is 500 bucks. You get the it's a 1 terabyte Good. nice Slick looking console. It's beautiful with love a the, hot controller. The yeah. They had it at Gamescom. It looks good. Yeah. And you also get a limited edition copy of Halo which retails for $100. What's in that one? Uh, a bunch of crap I didn't write down. Probably it's like, like, like rec packs and stuff. Yeah, rec packs and some other just not it's it's frill stuff. I mean, okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock it, but it's sure. nothing. Not something you would buy. Not something that I would buy. Okay. <laughs> so it's the hundred dollar edition, limited edition of Halo Five, and then there's a one of the, just the basic chat headsets yeah. in there too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So people, a couple of people started to write me and making good points, which made me stop and think. Like, wait a second, the Halo Five bundle isn't that good of a deal <laughs> because the Forza bundle. Mm-hmm. The Forza Motorsport 6 bundle, which also is actually a pretty nice special edition console as well. Fairly minimalist, uh, not just crazy branded like that dumb Call of Duty one from from last year. Uh, it's The Forza one is $400, despite the fact that I wrote down 500 here like <laughs> an idiot. But the Forza one is 400 bucks, and it's also a one terabyte console. Hmm. A standard copy of Forza Motorsport 6, although I think there is a bonus car pack or something with that. You don't get the chat headset. So for me, I think the Forza bundles a way better deal, even if you are buying Halo. Because un- unless you are really want that limited edition copy of Halo, you just get the standard edition of Halo. Yeah. Uh, either buy a chat headset separately, or you may already uh, be able to use your 360 one now that we have a 3.5 millimeter or a 2.5 millimeter jack. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I think you're kind of losing thirty five bucks on this de- on the Halo bundle versus buying the Forza bundle, because it's again if you if you're just talking if you only care about the standard just copy of the game yeah like if you just want a one terabyte console with Halo right then it's you're looking at then it's sort of the sixty dollar Forza versus a sixty dollar copy yeah, of Halo yeah. if you, if you don't care about those other things and then the chat headset so that's you know that's uh, $65 worth of stuff that the Forza console doesn't have right. for $100 more. So, so I, that the, doesn't add up to me. I think li- the price difference would be like the aesthetic of the console, right? Yeah. Like you're buying because you want it to look the way it does. Well, but the Forza one is, isn't is a plain console either. The Forza one has a... Oh. Has an aesthetic as well, yeah. so you gotta update your iOS, Brandon. Oh, man. You gotta <laughs> update your. Holy tiny hell! Phone. Look at how what old year is that? that? I'm living in the past, man. This is like, I, where's your settings? I need to see what <laughs> iOS. No, is. Do, do not download the firmware. <laughs> Don't do it. It'll it'll just nuke his phone. Yeah, everything is. Destroyed. He has version point two. 
on there. I'm holding <laughs> this is it's a, an S4 and I'm holding on to it. Oh, I'm 4S. holding on to uh, 4S. I'm S4 is a great Dota 2 player. <laughs> <laughs> and also that's Big the Samsung phone, right? Yeah, I had a 4S S4. for a long time. Anyway. Oh, God. I don't know. Do you guys agree? Like, am I am I missing I, something no, here? Right. <laughs> it seems like seems like a better value. The Forts of Forts of Console is a better way to go. Yeah, I mean, you always might want to go for the Forts of Console unless you really, really want the Halo Special Edition and the way that console looks. Like, you could get Halo right. Five, the Forts of Bundle, and a headset for less. But yeah, unless you just really don't want Forza Motorsport Six. Yeah. I guess that's of course the. <laughs> the Whatever. Big... You could eBay that code for a good fifty bucks. That's true. You probably could get your most, if not all, of your money back on that. But I don't know. Thought that was worth. I, I thank the few people on Twitter that pointed that out to me. I thought that was worth bringing up. Interesting. And before we get to the news proper, uh, just a quick email. We don't do listener emails very often, but this one I thought was worth sharing. Ben here from Queensland, Australia. Just thought you'd like to hear when some of your older listeners might listen to your podcast. A few days ago, I had a vasectomy using oh, a local oh, anesthetic, okay. not really wanting to know what was going on down, uh, down, down, meaning down there. During the procedure, the, do- the doctor suggested I should close my eyes and put some headphones in. But what to listen to? Hmm. Why? The soothing tones of the Unlocked crew, of course. The whole thing only took 20 minutes, but it was still nice to have you guys in my ears during that time. I really want to know what we were talking about. I hope it was the You and Elena episode. There's probably a lot more subdued. He's got some more Windows 10 impressions. Uh, (laughs) He says he's uh, resting up now, but if there are some older Aussies out there, feel free to add me on Xbox Live. His gamer tag is Ben Fairley, all one word, B-E-N-F-A-I-R-L-E-Y. So... Uh, I'm glad that we could be there for you and your and newly your sniffed balls. Yeah. <laughs> ben, uh, I salute you, sir. So, All right, news-wise. Yes, sir. First Mitch word. Dyer. There is a Halo television series that is not canceled like we thought it was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so with the Television Critics Association, we had Eric Goldman, uh, who's our TV guy down yep, in LA, yeah. in the entertainment team. He talked to David Nevins, who's the head of Showtime, uh, just trying to get an idea of like, hey, what's up with that Halo series you guys have been working on forever but never talked about? Uh, and Nevins' response was a very simple, it's still in development, still in very active development. Very active. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. Uh, Nevins, uh, when asked for more details, replied with a laugh and said, no time soon. <laughs> so it's way out. Design. It's in very active development, but we have literally nothing to say. So little, I'm going to laugh in your face. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but <laughs> no. I'm just happy this still exists because if, even though... When, when, is this the Spielberg thing? This yes. Is Spielberg okay. Thing, yeah. When the whole uh, XES thing shut down, Rip. all the original, you know, the whole Netflix of, for Xbox thing right. with all the, the sl- slate of programming that... Actually, I went to their yeah, their, a real their upfronts, as it were, that they, they showed off sort of trailers and went over everything. There were a couple of shows that really looked good, but uh, they said it was all, they shut all that down, and they did say at the time, nope, the Halo TV thing is still happening, but we hadn't heard a peep about it yeah. since, so it kind of figured, even though uh, Bonnie Ross, I think, had said, yeah, it's still happening, it's just, it's good to hear from the TV side that, okay, yeah, we're working on this. Like, if you have... Literally, laughably few details about this thing. Like, this thing was supposed to tie into Halo 5. This was supposed to be the lead-in thing right. that got you stoked about Halo 5, that yep. tied into the launch of the new thing, the return of Master Chief, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Get out of here, buddy. No details today. This has to be delayed pretty considerably. Like, two by years. two years. Yeah. yeah, right. So you would think... Halo 6. Yep. Well, yeah. Will it either be the run-up to Halo 6 or... 
maybe I'm saying the same thing twice, but now you got to figure it's probably going to bridge the gap story-wise between five and six, right? And follow. Because it is supposed to follow Master Chief, as I recall. That was the suggestion, yes. At least we're getting the Reach animated series. I thought when Bonnie Ross Ross came on stage and then they introduced Steven Spielberg, who was live via satellite. Yeah. They um, had the Master Chief helmet was the promo image. Yeah, that was it. but then they started talking about heroes of the universe and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're thinking maybe like, please don't be about Locke. Please don't yeah. be about Locke. <laughs> yeah, please don't be about. Well, Locke. I think that that had, you know, his, he already that, had his that time ship has sailed. Yeah. Good. That um, nightfall ship has sailed and sunk. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say found a nice good iceberg. But maybe reach. Maybe <laughs> make buddies I don't, with. I don't know something. Um, it, I, I don't imagine it can center directly on Master Chief unless they're doing a direct tie into the the. The game, which makes sense because, you know, as Steven Spielberg was saying, I think his direct quote was like, we're at a, a very interesting intersection of technology and myth making, which makes me think like some sort of interactive elements on the Xbox. Version. Well, they had said that. Yeah, because yeah, it's supposed to it was going to air on Showtime, Showtime first. first and then come to Xbox. Correct. With some sort of Interactive. interactivity of some sort. But I think that's more like maybe behind the scenes, like, you know, press the button to learn right. more about the shot or something rather like than... Like an on-the-fly director's commentary Yeah, rather kind than thing, or... press A if you want Master Chief to use a plasma <laughs> well, grenade. It might also <laughs> press like... X if you want him to melee. I, I would imagine it's more of a smart class thing where yeah, exactly. they start talking about no, something and it's like the Game of Thrones live map yeah, where you're yeah. like, yeah. Yep. wait... 100%. Wait, where's Marine? What's yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, hang on. And you get details on the yeah. city and its history, and yeah. it would be things like that. Or like you press a button and you see DBYs talking about like the production value of yeah. the shot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just yeah, just happy this is still happening. I don't have Showtime, so I guess I'm gonna have to wait for it to come to Xbox eventually. But but uh, you'll get more interactive elements that way. I guess yeah. <laughs> I'll, that'll I'll be the real winner here. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for Xbox TV in approximately two to three years. Two to three years. Because if if, if uh, they're getting, if you get uh, three years between mainline three four three Halo games, that means in two to three years but from now. I mean, at the same time, this is kind of par for the course, right? Like, look at the Halo movie with Jackson and uh, Neil Blomkamp that turned right. into District Nine, right? Uh, well, not exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, they used a, all the a lot of the process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Microsoft, I guess. You know, historically wants a very uh, controlling interest in, in its properties, um, and right, you know, rightly so. Of course, the Master Chief is its flagship, right? And he, ca- he carries the Xbox on his back primarily. Um, it is uh, is going to be one expensive TV show if yeah. they want to shoot it nice, because like Ford Unto Dawn kind of worked around the fact that they didn't have much of a budget. It and looked then like n- a sci-fi show. Nightfall Ford Unto Dawn wasn't that bad. No, I, I like Ford Unto Dawn. We've said on the show, but Nightfall just. Looked terrible and yeah. what and was written they terribly. They literally as well. shot it inside of a mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. It looked like a sci-fi. So movie. my point is, yeah, this is going to have to be an expensive show if it gets off the ground. But the good yeah. news is, these networks. I mean, if Microsoft super tied in, like the HBOs and Showtimes in the world will spend huge yeah, money on things they are really believe in. Yeah, mm-hmm. the renaissance of TV, I think, is is amazing. Yeah. And the Master Chief is, if you're going to bridge it into video games, there are a few places you could do it better than the you know the halo saga right yeah mm-hmm. absolutely all right resident evil 2 is the latest remake from capcom the remake house now known as capcom <laughs> well actually it's always been known as capcom but I, this just bothered me yeah i mean well they asked fans if they wanted it right that's correct so yeah. and a lot of people were tweeting me that mm-hmm. uh that hey fan like we fans actually wanted this yeah but i just it just bothers me because I went back and found the quote because I knew that they actually said this back in a back in a May fiscal 
conference call. Capcom said, quote, HD remasters of our catalog hit titles will be one of our key business activities. Mm. Translation, that's all we're doing now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which I just think, like, yes, people in... That and Street Fighter V, and that's it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well... But, so Street Fighter (laughs) V, paid for by Sony, just as Dead Rising 3, the Microsoft paid for by... Would not have existed without Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So So any Capcom-funded projects Mm -hmm. coming out are going to be... Rehashes of Veins some kind of money that you know they can tap. Some kind, I, yeah. I don't and, know if you've read the news, but Capcom's not doing great. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Still, it's well, like, yeah. you know, they've got they're sitting on all these great IPs, mm. and none of them are getting any new ideas. Yeah. None of them are. None of the well, creators. We talked about this before. Dragon's Dogma is getting an MMO. I'm not. Uh, sure. That'll probably never come out yeah. from based on what I mean. I, I would, ha- I'll believe that when I see sure. it. Yeah. yeah. Monster Hunter continues to kick ass on 3DS. True. Absolutely. True. But it's just, as a gamer, this bums me out because, yeah, yeah, like, I'm not going to get a new take on Mega Man or a a new Dead Rising unless Microsoft pays for it again. You're getting the Mega Man HD re-release of all the classic titles. And it's just, yeah, (laughs) or, or, you know, a Resident Evil. (laughs) Like, I would love a Resident Evil 7 that maybe, uh, you know, just... Learns from Wasn't six, six <laughs> and sort of learns from what five did, what six did, what four, uh, sort of four, five, six, and just sort of, you know, yeah. whatever the talent that's there now. I'd love to see a new take on it. And it's as gamers, we're not getting any new ideas from the, these guys by corporate decree. We are not getting any new ideas from these guys. Mm-hmm. And I also feel bad for the talented people working at Capcom. Oh, right. what a depressing. Work what a, what a they be. are shackled to. Hey. uh that idea you pitched me about that new IP, that new thing, love it. But uh, we're gonna need you to go ahead and take that 15-year-old idea and yeah. just make it make it work on the get it on the new console. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And we need to we need to bring bring in some money around here. And you know, people are would tweet me saying, "Well, sure, they could just go somewhere else. They know what they're like." It's a really stressful, hard thing for you and your family to change jobs. Yeah. It's not it's not an easy thing. It's just it's a shame that to me. The Capcom, and I know the in- industry is all about money at the end of the day. Of course it is. But you can creatively express yourself while still making money. I mean, uh, the go ahead. To try and put a pot. Sorry, I want you to finish your point yeah. first, actually. Well, I was just going to say yeah. the the point that I make is, remember remember when EA got voted the worst company in America two, two years, years in running. a row? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, that whole thing was crap and flawed unto itself because it was just a dumb internet vote and Mm -hmm. that didn't really mean anything but like ea uh to their they haven't done a single remaster or reboot or re-release or hd re anything really they have not done a single one they have not done a single one uh you know but and they're they're making new mirror's edge new mass effect Mm -hmm. new new dragon age games new ips new ips uh unravel things like that and so, like, who's really the worst? The, the worst of those two companies. Of course, a lot of people tweeted me saying Konami. Yeah, which yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Konami wins this. But year. I just, yeah, it just. I am a as a gamer. I mean, it's not my money, right? It's not. I, I'm not. I'm going to vote with my wallet, and I'm not going to buy any Capcom sure. things. But it just saddens me that Capcom's got such this great history, and they seem content to milk it dry rather than rather than enrich and add to that history. Well, to try and put a positive spin on what they're doing. Please. um, Fans asked for this. They said, hey, we don't know if we want to do this. Fans said, well, we want you to. And they're they're like, okay, we'll do it. They also released 
Dead Rising three on Xbox, like you said. Right. But which and, which and has were, they've said would not have happened had not had Microsoft not bankrolled it. Yeah. So and, they would never have done it themselves. And then you know Street Fighter is happening, and because what, Sony paid for it. Well, that's because they don't have a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Like they are struggling. They've laid off a lot of people. Uh, I mean, that was in the news a year ago or something. So, like, they're not doing well. And what if this is, like, a jumping off point for them so that they can do something new? Well, then this, I wish they'd their, say that, yeah, their right? Go- yeah. Their golden egg, right? So they can right. they can mm-hmm. re- start to rebuild yeah. and, and do the IPs. Like, if they, if they don't have the money to really fund things themselves, like, a fan-voted remaster of Resident Evil 2 is about as big a guaranteed check in the bank as you can do. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Yeah. But then come out and tell me, hey... Uh, you know, our <laughs> our focus right now is on you know we want to we want to there's PR people that can spin these things right. Sure. We want to f- we want to focus our energies on on reliving some of our fans' greatest Capcom memories and uh, and then use use the nostalgia of use those memories to help fuel you know what I mean. There are, yeah, PR but, people are paid yeah. tons of money to spin these things. Like, tell me some way. Give me a light at the end of the tunnel here, is, rather than have because what I think this is, what this, what this strategy says to me is, we're hanging on for dear life yeah. as long as we can before we inevitably also, go out of business. One, sorry, go ahead. Is Capcom publicly traded or are they privately owned? That I don't know. I don't know because I don't know the Japanese. That is market. a death sentence if they come out and and, and say yeah. even in PR speak like, yeah. hey, we uh, we need your guys's faith and, and you know good faith and and to see us through these you know financial turbulence and what have you, and well, then stock prices plummet. Well, then, we joked not that long ago that man, we hope Capcom goes under so that Microsoft and Sony can just buy their property. <laughs> yeah. But they haven't yet. Well, we didn't really we joke were, about it. We but were they, joking. We literally we thought <laughs> they might go under. Right. We thought they might when we were talking about their financial reports, and we talked about Sony and Microsoft buying their stuff. They haven't gone under yet. Sony and Microsoft are helping them out, and this is another way that they're going to get a little boost to hopefully but create one of those new properties. Are you guys telling me that if they had a really solid idea for – a Resident Evil 7, or maybe a reboot, just like Resident Evil. It's not a remake of the original, sure. but it's like we're rebooting the series, so it's you know, it's the same way that Doom is, or uh, what's another good example? I mean, Need for Speed at EA is, is, a, is a reboot. But let's see. Okay, we've got a new I- idea for a new Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. You're telling me they couldn't raise any, any venture capital to back that? Well, I'm sure they probably could. But maybe that's outside their scale and scope right now, considering they've been downsized. I don't know. I, maybe they don't want help. Street Fighter is a cash cow for them. They already said they're going to do like... Well, that's why they have this gross DLC plan. Yeah, yeah so they have this huge DLC well, plan for that isn't game. Isn't the DLC they plan know. to avoid doing the Ultra Mega Super Turbo? Yeah, yeah right. It's, it's sell Street Fighter is a platform skins. now. Yeah. It's My a $60 is, version of League of Legends. My right. point is, exactly. they're going to be able to make a ton of money off Street Fighter, and that could fund Resident Evil 7. And maybe they don't want help for that one. They want to retain ownership of the Resident Evil and, series. And who knows? Maybe Resident Evil 7 is already in the you know pre-production yeah. well, phases, and they're again, waiting on that check from thing. We'd probably know if it was because Japanese companies do this a lot when they are like, okay, green light, we're good to go. And they announce it. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) make a game. And then when it's ready, sort of, you can start talking about it. Because otherwise, like, we're not going to hear about this, I bet. I bet this is not for two years minimum. The Resident uh, Evil 2? Like like an announcement? Yes. Yes. The game is not for two years. Of course. And I mean, mean, they, they literally said, we're focusing on remasters and HD remakes. So So what's the next one? RE4, maybe? <laughs> Whatever. Nemesis? I, it doesn't they matter. Four already. Yeah. I'm voting with my oh, wallet. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> but, true. yeah, I, again, I feel bad. I'm, I'm saddened as a gamer, and I feel bad for the creators working there who have 
Who's no your, creative they're just upscaling agency. assets. This entire <laughs> yeah. high res yeah. versions of so. Uh, you know, yes, Grass the, texture. yes, Jill Destin, Valentine fans did ask for Resident Evil 2, but mm-hmm. that's that's like just a symptom to me of the much larger issue going on at Capcom, and it yeah. bums me out. Plus, I mean, come on, like you want to make a Resident Evil 2 because you know it's going to do well. The easiest way to sell that is to do, hey, what Resident Evil game do you want to see remade off this yeah. list? Two, three, one, you know, yeah, it's, they it's, just did one though, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, right. the point is, it's like, you ask a kid if he wants a piece of candy, you know. Oh, he's yeah. Gonna, he's going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Enough of that. All right. GTA Five. Another company I'm really worried about. Yeah. <laughs> Super sarcastic. Yeah, moving the in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, while you talk about a tale of... Uh, Two cities here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V is now up to 55, 54 million units sold in, which is not sold through. That's that's, that's shipped, basically. But that's so many units. I still bet that's Damn. 50 million sales. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, There's yeah, not absolutely. that many. It's not like there are yeah. 20 million just I mean, sitting on. Yeah. Re- retail doesn't be like, oh, just give it 20 million. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just hang on. They'll sell yeah. over time. Yeah. But good Lord. That uh, is preposterous. It's, it's again, a staggering number. We've, we've been over this before. In my opinion, this is... So well deserved because it is a it is a brilliant game oh, from uh, this is see this is a case where it's incredible talent being given in a, a ton of time and virtually unlimited resources mm-hmm. to to execute their vision and GTA Five is what we got and it's, it's this phenomenal. it's this, it's a masterpiece yeah it's yeah. A Grand Theft Auto Five is a, it is absolutely literally a ten, a 10. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we gave it a ten yes, justifiably <laughs> so yeah. uh, do you remember what the uh, all that that hubbub about how much uh, GTA Five spent uh, in development was it? Oh, the thing about two hundred fifty million dollars. Two hundred fifty million. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're good. Now, they made <laughs> that back in a day. Yeah. yeah. So if they sold each copy uh, for five dollars, they broke even. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: They didn't. Yeah, they no. sold, yeah. sold it for sixty yeah. or more. I think they're doing all right. But man, uh, yeah. So I started thinking about it. Of course, GTA Six will be years off yeah. at this point because it was what five. Five years between. We'll probably four, catch it at the end of this console cycle. Closer to it, uh, probably partially by design, right? Yeah. So that the installed base is high is because yes. way higher. Nice segue right there. Go ahead. Uh, the well, reason Grand Theft Auto Five did right. so well. They shipped it at they the fifty four. You can't get to fifty four million sales today. Yeah. At the beginning, you know, in the early the first two years of a console generation. Maybe if literally everybody who owned an X-Gen console followed. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Every... It's got a 100% attach rate. <laughs> well done. But yeah, like, you get to this kind of sales by shipping at the end of a previous generation yep. where the installed base is peaked and then you re-release a, uh, a new version with awesome new things it's, it's like a, a first version. person mode it's a new yeah. version it's yeah. not a port mm-hmm. also a... the PC version is going to continue to sell like oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. still pretty oh, new yeah. movie maker mods movie everything. making oh, I mean, like, the expansions are still coming right like they announced that they're so, doing yeah. like mm-hmm. last spring there were supposed to be story DLC yeah. still hasn't come I mean, like, we, we do a thing on IGN every, what is it, every week where we, we go over GTA 5 mods, mods yeah. right? and they fundamentally awesome. change the game yeah mm-hmm. Uh, GTA 4 on PC had, I think, the longest legs of any PC game I've ever yep. seen. People just still make mods for it. Huge. Outside of a yeah. Minecraft. Thing yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a, for something that's just like on Steam. So, mm-hmm. you know, GTA 6 probably, $5. if I were a betting man, I would say, which I am, I would say. <laughs> How deep that, do you want to go right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, sug- I would think that GTA 6 is probably 
four years away. Four, like four? four holidays. So you think I'm gonna work- I'm gonna say 2019 for that game. You think they're working on it right now, or are they of still course. just lighting cigars? With There's a team bills? that has started work on that. Oh, I yeah. guarantee I, that game's you. in pre pro right 2019 now, right release or announce? Fall 2019 release. Okay. I mean, it came it was 2013 for the first version of it right. on 360, but they've kind of you know they've. They've pretty much turned GTA Five into a platform between yeah. the GTA Online stuff, yep. the inev- the story DLC we still haven't gotten, uh, the the new gen uh, re you know, new release. So yeah, I'll bet I'll bet it's probably 2019, maybe 2018 if we're lucky. But that's not a ridiculous guess. I mean, they space them out. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's but think about the Earth shadow. Like when you have a game as big yeah. as Five has been. And then you have a, a five or six year wait for yeah. the right. next one. Yeah, GTA Six is going to like I can't even fathom what that's going so, to because well, Five was look like. so like, impressive. Like I, it's, I, I oh, yeah, that's it's a series that I've traditionally been like kind of lukewarm on. Right. Yeah. But it is impossible to deny the technical marvel that is. Oh, so there, I watched cars crash for five minutes yesterday. Yeah. and it was hilarious. <laughs> there, there are things yeah. that sort of transcend their genre boundaries, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, Avatar, and they become these like cultural events. And GTA, every time one comes out, every mm-hmm. five or six years, is a cultural event that people gather around and marvel. Kind at. of appeals to everybody. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, well, maybe not appeal, but it, oh, yeah. it certainly gets everyone's attention. People yes. know about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you see it on Fox News. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> you see it so. on CNN. So yeah, uh, I can't. I, I, I'm ready for some hardcore, like major story. Yeah, content for GTA Five online is cool. The heists or, are great. Or skip all that and just give me Red Dead. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> well, that's that was San Diego, right? That's yeah. not the that's not the North. Yeah. Team, what if that's their interim game, like in between? It could be. I mean, five and six. Could, I mean, Max. What if it's a bully remake? Or L.A. Just Noir. bigger bully. Max more Payne. bully. I don't want. I don't want more L.A. Bullier. They already remade yeah. Bully twice. Because uh, Max Payne three, as I recall, like by Rockstar's own admission, they said it, it, they were disappointed in its sales. Right. Yeah. It was like ten like, million. Well, but 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 they make games that yeah like, they're. I mean, Super blockbuster. The house built on 54 so million copies. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Red Dead would sell again. Uh, yeah, you got Red Dead, Max Payne, or like maybe a new IP. Like, because they're not afraid of I, doing new Rockstar things. Rockstar Table Tennis 2. Oh, Unirate. Yes. Not joking. No. <laughs> it's literally not joking. That was I a 360 system for a that. lot of people. No, it wasn't. Yes. Oh, get out of here. Man. It's so good. People loved that game. It, it, it was, was so you know good. why that game was made? Do you know why? I don't. It's a tech demo, right? Exactly. It was, a it, was, it was a proof of concept for the Raid, the Rockstar Advanced Game Engine, better oh, known wow. as Rage. Huh. It was it was to prove that it worked. Like so, they just made a game with it before <sighs> they made incredible. GTA Four. I just I, awesome. I remember uh, there was a period there where these games that they weren't too deep. I'm talking like Fight Night Round Three, right? Like games that were just gorgeous. And Table Tennis happened to be one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So. We'll see what happens in Rockstar Land over the next six years, <laughs> but I would love to see a new IP. But for now, yeah, GTA Five is is uh, continues to steamroll. Destin Legary, yeah, what the heck is going on with, so, with uh, our friend Ghost in Destiny? So it's been a long running joke that the Ghost in Destiny has <laughs> that just, wizard came from the moon. Yeah, has just absolutely awful delivery and lines and. They're actually replacing them all with recast uh, voice actor Nolan North. So Nolan North is going to come in and redo all the lines. And I asked Eric Osborne from Bungie and Deej from Bungie about this. Yeah. 
And I, I was just like, why don't you just say that he sucked and you didn't want him anymore? Like, that's what I, I was guess going you can't for. throw him under the bus yeah. like that. Well, no, though, right? I was just like, obviously, you made this change because of the negative reaction to the voice acting, which cast. is why they removed a lot of the dialogue, like that wizard game. <laughs> so then I watched the Game Informer piece, and they just say like, yeah, we reached out to Peter Dinklage, and he, it was a conflict of scheduling. And I'm like, no, what? you didn't. Well, isn't that's that convenient? Yeah. That's what they say. Busy filming pixels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm like, why didn't you just say that? Like when I was interviewing you. Uh, so what happened is uh, all his lines are gone. And according to them, they say Dinklage was awesome to work with, but we needed to work with someone who is more available. Nolan is a pro. This is his thing, he explained. I don't know who he is. Uh, I was an executive was, producer. Yeah, Sorry, was, I didn't write down the right yeah. thing there. You can just call him up and say, hey, next week we're doing this internal play test and it would be great to get some ghost dialogue in there and he's available. That's also I, I weirdly that they, damning I, of yeah, Nolan they, they imply like, that, Well, he's yeah. a, he doesn't have he's anything not, going Nolan on. Nolan North yeah. is just like literally sitting by the phone <laughs> waiting for anyone to call. Like, Please hello? call me. Hi, is this Nathan Drake? <laughs> It sure can be. <laughs> you need me. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the saddest. He just picks up the foot. Hello. Number. Oh. No. So uh, there's another voice actor in the game, uh, Nathan Fillion, who's getting an expanded role with this uh, Taken King expansion. Really yeah. excited to see what yes. else he brings to the table. He's also in Halo Five, of course. Yeah, yeah. he's also in Halo but, Five. Uh, and uh, I think Nolan North is going to do great as Ghost. I think those lines well, uh, should have been recast. Personally. He's a professional voice actor. He'll Which do is what great they did. He's yeah. also been he's, very he's good. Have, he's also voiced every character in every video game ever. Imagine. He's already this. been really great flowing robots. See Portal 2. Oh, yeah. yes. That's true. Yeah, that's when I grow up, true. I want to be either Nolan North or Troy Baker. That's <laughs> You just want like, to do voice? Uh, you could. Yeah, I just, mean, you're, you're getting there. That would be the best. That would be, like, this is a dream job. That would be the, like, ultimate dream <laughs> job where, hey, sure, just hang out in the VO booth for a couple hours a day, do oh my, my, God, do my thing, go home, career. and then I'm in every game ever. This is your next career. Listen to the soothing tones of Ryan McCaffrey. <laughs> I don't know. Vasectomy simulator. The, pod- <laughs> the podcast is a Trojan horse for my voice acting career. <laughs> Anyone a, out there, you can reach me. Why you're constantly just like, you want to know how I got these? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Business inquiries can find me at Ryan <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even have an agent. That's the agent. That agent gets, you know, like 15%. That's, uh, yeah. I'll represent you're myself. Yeah. Thank you very much. Maggie all right. takes all my appointments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maggie's HR. All right. Uh, one of my, f- actually, my favorite Xbox game this year so far. Mm-hmm. There are many big ones yet to come out, but uh, my favorite Xbox game of the year so far is Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh my God, was that this year? March. Jeez. I yeah. still haven't finished it. Yeah, me neither. Mitch. I know. It's so good. I just haven't had time. It's yeah, fantastic. You need to it. Are you <laughs> past the water temple? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then you've done the hardest part of the game. It finish it. So good. It is. It's fantastic. Don't, be, don't and, be like me and wait a year to do the like the ending segment yeah. Mass Effect where you climb up the side of yeah. the yeah. best part of the game. Yeah. You know. Oh god, yeah. that was so good. Uh, so Ori and the Blind Forest is getting a definitive edition, which will be out this fall. Uh, it includes new areas, mechanics, art, and uh, they're toying around with the idea of adding new abilities as well. Oh wow. Uh, I'm you know. If you already own the game like me, there will be an upgrade path, cool. which I hope is going to be no more than five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. Better I not will, be more than five imagine. bucks for what they're describing, but and hopefully it'll still be twenty dollars for new people, so it'll just you know you'll just download this whole new thing for twenty dollars. Yeah, ideally it'll, it'll just replace already. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully they won't get too greedy with it. But fantastic game, uh, Moon Studios. If you haven't played Ori yet, probably just wait. At this point, yeah, for this I, definitive edition, I would, yeah. Or if you, if you like me oh. or, or Mitch, if you bought it and put some time into it and never finished, like I'm, I'm holding off. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna play the definitive version, and I bet I'm gonna enjoy it. Anyway, yeah. 
hopefully this will patch out the nearly game-breaking bug that I experienced <laughs> in the game. I, they were very nice. The developers actually reached out to me on Twitter and helped get me a workaround so I can finish the game. Nice. That's good. Yeah, Ori is fantastic. Up, up, down, down. <sighs> left, right, left, right. A, B, A, select, star. Yeah. Har, har. Marketplace. Mitch Dyer. It's a good one what this week. We spend our money on this week. Uh, so it turns out 10,000 games yes. released this week. Uh, Wait, isn't it August? Uh, yeah, Ryan, that makes it summertime. So the Summer of Arcade <laughs> has sort of returned summertime. In, the, in the summer spotlight. Summer, summer, so summertime. Toy Soldiers War Chest, $15. Nice. Which Very has G.I. Joe and He-Man in it. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and, Ezio. And some other factions of cool guys. Uh, really cool looking game. I'm not 100% on the pay format right mm. now. Like This seems it's like weird, a really right? great free-to-play game with cool expansions. But as it stands, like it drives me crazy toy soldiers crazy when teams do something like this where it's like hey here's this game for like 15 dollars but we've get, also got dlc packs available bucks. now with for the stuff that you actually want yeah. in it yeah like yeah. it's just weirdly prohibitive it's intentionally deceptive uh i don't like it you can buy toy soldiers for 30 bucks it gets you everything yeah so if you are interested so it's in really like a 30 dollar game buy it's, that it's really a 30 dollar game yeah, and I think you save some money by not buying the expansions, by just getting everything. And it gives you, like, different factions, different hero units, and obviously, like, licensed stuff that you want. Right. Uh, eight factions total, uh, if you have the four licensed factions and the four that uh, Signal Studios made. What was the fourth one? He-Man, G.I. Joe, Assassin's Creed, and... No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, right, don't bog the show down. Uh, Let's, go. Go. Let's move yeah. on. Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings is out this week. I am very excited for this because Super Mega Baseball was a surprisingly incredible game yeah. last year. Uh, one that I'm sad I did not yeah, get to. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fun game. It's not a sim. It's not the answer to our prayers. It's to not have. the show. It's not the show. But it's better than RBI baseball for yeah. what uh, little that's worth. Yeah, and in like a big bad way, it's better. Super Mega Baseball is awesome. It reminds me, I can never remember the name of the Japanese cartoony PlayStation, usually oh, portable yeah. baseball series with like the big cartoon heads, the big eyes, and little cute caps, and they look like Rayman. It's like Power that. Pro? It's, no. Power Pro? Uh, oh, yeah, Power. Something to Whatever. that effect. Oh, well. You might even be right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just exaggerated characters. It's got a really cool art style, but it's also apparently really deep and cool. Yeah, it's the NFL blitz of baseball, right? <laughs> I think it's even more like no, it's not arcadey. Like yeah, that. like it's straight up just a baseball game. Wow. Um, it's not the show, so it's not MLB, but it's still really exciting if you're a baseball fan. Ryan and I are going to be uh, getting some mileage out of this one, I think. Yep. Beat Buddy: Tale of Guardians is the re-release of Beat Buddy. Uh, Ten bucks for that one. Uh, that game was okay. Definitely, yeah. you know, cool a decent platformer. little. Yeah, had lots of personality. Uh, submerged is twenty bucks, or if you're a gold member, this four bucks off of that one. Uh, There's this another, yeah, this is another like Beyond Eyes, a sort of story, mostly story only kind of game. Yeah, it's in like a, I don't know the setting, but everything's flooded. You are a woman, and you are taking care of your child, and you are basically just roaming around the yeah, world. Yeah, a yeah. flooded metropolis essentially, yeah. right? And then the Swindle, which is something I've seen on sale on Steam for a couple weeks and looks really cool. Uh, it's a $15 stealth game, procedurally generated world, steampunk aesthetic, hmm. uh, $12.75 if you're a gold member. It looks cool. That sounds yeah, really, definitely. Sounds, I ha I've never heard of this, but it sounds really interesting. I looked at a few screenshots when it was on sale on Steam. It looked a little bit like Mark of the Ninja. Just oh, okay. Like, it had like that 2D cartoony aesthetic yeah. with lots of cool-looking systems. Uh, lots and lots of stuff. Brothers of Tale of Two Sons is out today on Xbox One. If you missed that one, it is phenomenal. No upgrade path or anything, so you can buy it again for new. Although, or you yeah, I'm guessing Brothers probably not backwards compatible, given that they're just shipping this. Yeah. So uh, it's 20 bucks, and it is 
absolutely worth that price. Uh, it is short. You know, it's a, a sticking point for some people, but Brothers for me is one of the best arcade games Fantastic. I've ever played. It's yeah, yeah the. The controls are a little odd. It takes at least it took my my brain had a hard time with yeah. the tr- controlling one both characters ch- kid with, with each yeah. stick. It was like, wait, okay, I had to try and keep them on like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the right, right. on the yeah. correct sides of yeah. the screen. Otherwise, I'd really get messed up. But yeah, really neat game. Uh, your games of gold for this month: Metal Gear Solid Five, Ground Zeroes, and How to Survive Storm Morning Edition for Xbox One. Those are available all month long, mm-hmm. and then on Xbox 360. What day is today? Oh, you have until Monday. Yeah, you got a little the time. The 15th to get Metro 2033, at which point it will switch over to be Metro Last Light on August 16th through 31st. That's not a bad uh, progression. It's a not good at combo. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's your Marketplace report. Those are some video games, most of which seem pretty cool. Yeah. Fantastic. We'll be right back. We'll finish up the show with some trivia. <laughs> Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, unlock block trivia time. We'll make this quick. Uh, Dest- oh. Yeah, Destin's being head of the pen. He has to write down his answer. Our question this week comes to us from... Uh, it's fitting that you guys were just in Germany because this is as German a last name as it gets. Michael Zontag. Uh, that's the German pronunciation Sonntag. from having taken uh, years of German in high school and college. It means Sunday. Oh. Michael Sunday. I, uh, I learned some German this week because there was a big play at the end of the International Five that turned the tide and that won the American team all the money. Yeah. And it was so good and all the, the casters and broadcast, like the commentators were freaking out. And they were freaking out in every language. <laughs> and you yeah. could drop down to select that's different awesome. languages. So someone compiled this thing of like here's how every commentator responded that's cool <laughs> and i learned new german because the the german caster was just blah 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 german 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 it's a disaster <laughs> <laughs> absolute disaster it's like falco <laughs> and i was like that's literally just german is absolute disaster absolute disaster <laughs> all right absolute so disaster. michael zontag your gamer tag is thunder prince two words i like that this question is this, gentlemen. It's live arcade-related. Signal Studios, developer of Toy Soldiers, which, of course, Toy Soldiers War Chest is out this week. They have previously been featured on Summer of Arcade, just yes, as they, they are featured now on uh, Summer Spotlight. Uh, let's see. So they've only ever developed one non-Toy Soldiers game. Name it. Was it A, Ascend, Hand of Cull, B, Hour of Victory, C, Rogue Warrior, or D, Thor, God of Thunder? You've all written down your answers. I'll uh, before we reveal the answers. I note that Mitch is in first place for the year in the quest for. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Don't break the other things. <laughs> what is that? The Dookie. The Dookie. Oh my God, that's a gold piece. I keep made that. I keep forgetting to put it in the as the centerpiece of the show yeah, before we every start time, recording. Yeah. So Mitch in the lead with twelve points in the quest for this incredible trophy. Destin right there with eleven points. Mm-hmm. Sean at six, Marty at ten. Brandon, you'll uh, you're just playing for pride at this point, I'd say. But <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think? Let's. Go, I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to our guest, our 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 first time unlocked appearing, Brandon Tyrell. First, Lord Tyrell. Uh, what I say would, you, sir? I'd like to say A, and that's my final answer. Okay, Destin. I said A. Mitch. The correct answer is indeed A. You are all, all correct. Right. Well done. I got this one as well. So bonus points, uh, Michael. You could not. This yep. is not their only non-toy soldiers game. Do tell. They did a game called The Sleeping Prince. I was not aware of that. Mitch, dropping the mic. Literally dropping the mic. There it is. It's <laughs> don't drop it. Please don't do drop it. it. <laughs> They're already in really bad shape. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. Destin, Mine's I'm afraid literally. you could not gain any ground, but you do stay uh, well, I'm right there. Marty. Yet another week. So, right on you are, Marty. Yeah, Marty falling yeah. behind. Oh, Brandon true. on the scoreboard. I'm going to add Brandon right now. <laughs> All right, one point. 
What if you win somehow? <laughs> I'm going I'm to shoot the moon. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you would like to win a prize, uh, Xbox code download of some sort is usually what I've got. Send your Xbox-related trivia question. Please include four multiple-choice answers and note the correct one in your email. Then send that where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Fantastic. Let's plug some stuff and get the heck out of here, because I'm ready for lunch. Yes, yeah, sir. man. Yes, sir. I'm going to go to Brandon Tyrell first. Hello. You want to plug your Twitter, anything you're working on on IGN that we uh, should be checking out? Ooh, yeah. Uh, I just I, We just got back from Gamescom. There's a ton of great Gamescom stuff on the site, and that's really... <laughs> go check it out. I mean, you'll, you'll, really, you'll really enjoy what we put together. You're also working on a lot of IGN First stuff. Uh, I am. For Scalebound, yeah. Yes. Rolling out all month long. Yes, yes. So uh, check out Scalebound as well on IGN. Good times. Where can we follow you uh, on the Twitters? Twitter. It's just my name, at Brandon Tyrell, B-R-A-N-D-I-N-T-Y-R-R-E-L. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. Two R's, you one should, L. You should consider changing your Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I did. Away it from used, your name. It used to be my Xbox Gamer Tag, and then I changed it to I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster, yeah. Follow Brandon on Xbox Live. I'm not a monster. Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> Mitch Dyer. I am at MitchyD on Twitter. You can follow me there where I talk about nonsensical things. Uh, stuff I'm working on at the moment. Usual just IGN news stuff. Keep an eye out for all the, the hot scoops we've got. Uh, but also, uh, if you care about Dota 2, which I know a lot of you do, uh, just did a ton of stuff from the international. You can if you check Really out good stuff. IGN's I, I, Dota I, I 2. Like Thank that. you. Yeah. yeah, if you check out the Dota 2 object on IGN, you can see all of the, the stuff that we did. And then... Actually, Brian Albert, I'm going to take this opportunity yeah. to promote Brian Albert. Brian Albert broke down that play I was talking about, the big thing yeah, that yeah. turned everything. Brian wrote this really amazing article that breaks down it's why the it's six cool. million dollar Echo Slam. How right? the six million dollar Echo Slam worked. So Echo Slam was an ability, and he just kind of broke down like, hey, this was an insane thing that had everyone losing their minds. Here's how it worked. And he breaks it down piece by piece. Nice. And it's liter- awesome. Literally, as someone who doesn't know a lick of Dota, like I read it and understood what was happening and why it was so Yeah, exciting. like you can watch the video of it and go, I don't know what? Yeah. Why was that interesting? <laughs> and then just kind of explode. But yeah. Brian goes, hey, this explosion is this, and this one is this. Yeah, so, so once you know all really those cool. pieces and you watch it again, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. So check that out, too. Destin Legary. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. Got a bunch of little projects coming out here and there. Cool. I'm, wor- I'm working on a bunch of stuff that's coming next month. Yeah. Secret so, stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Love it. And you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, if you like the t shirt I'm wearing, please see my Twitter profile for a link to that location of my place where you can buy those, that and many others. Uh, I just started, I, I, this I will mention by name because I'm not making any money off of it. I just started a new podcast for fun on the side. Oh, it is awesome. a is all about Tesla and Tesla Motors <laughs> and uh, my, my one of my other super passions in life. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just seeing how it goes. It's, I'm doing it every week so far. Our first two episodes are done. It is called Ride the Lightning, oh, which I... Perfect name. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I landed on that one pretty quick. Yeah. How long until Elon is a guest star? That would be the, the yeah. dream. I mean, that guy's a little tough to pin down, yeah, but uh, you never know. You never know. It's uh, just if, make no man sky. He'll stop by. No I just, problem. <laughs> I know. I just need to <laughs> need to make him aware of uh, yeah. that that I exist, which is probably never going to happen. Notice but. me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, you can find that on on iTunes. Just search if you actually just search Tesla on the iTunes store. Number one Tesla. You've got a monopoly on the Tesla podcast. Market. Pretty much. Yeah, man. Until the DeLorean. But uh, but the actual if you're not an iTunes person, it's a uh, it's teslapodcast.libsyn, which is L I B S Y N. Same podcast hosting service that IGN uses actually. dot com. So Tesla uh, teslapodcast.libsyn.com. And I think that's it. Yep, IGN first scale bound stuff. Yep. You know, hey, that's Xbox exclusive game covering it all month long. Check out all of everything Brandon and the team are doing around that game. 
And that'll do it. Like I said, I already mentioned the Beyond Eyes review earlier in the show. Yep. And that'll do it. Let's roll. That'll do. For Brandon Tyrell, Mitch Dyer, and Destin Legary. my name is Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 207. Posture, everybody. Posture. Posture. We will see you guys next week. And we out.